0: my beloved brothers and sisters in the faith praises be to our loving abba for gathering each and every one of us again to be able to assemble together to worship him and also his beloved son we are truly fortunate and we are happy because we know we have received the blessings of abba to be able to know and understand his teachings and apply it in our daily life on the purpose of our studies is so that we can slowly transform from the inside out to become more and more like our king, Yahusha HaMashiach. And we can see that as we continue to serve and to worship Abba, indeed God has blessed us that we are in that path of transformation that we see. Hence, we continue to study the attitudes we need to possess so that we can be like Yahusha in the way he thinks and even the way he feels. And so for us to be able to complete this transformation, what is required also from each and every one of us? We will continue our studies concerning the Beatitudes of Yahusha in the book of Matthew chapter five in the verses eight. Blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God. What is another attitude that we must possess According to the teaching of Yahusha, the Christ, he teaches us concerning a pure heart. Because he says, blessed are the pure in heart. Now, why are those who are pure in heart truly blessed? Bible says, because they will see God. This is why if we want a lasting relationship and fellowship with God, To be with him at all times. It is imperative that we obtain a pure heart. It's not an option. It is a necessity. And so we need to do our best to obtain and to maintain a pureness of heart. Now, why is there a need for us to make the effort to purify our heart? Let's read the book of Jeremiah, chapter 17, verse 9. The heart is deceitful, above all things, and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Why is there a need for us to make the effort to purify, to cleanse our heart that we may be able to see God? Because the Bible says the heart is deceitful, the heart is also wicked. Because one's heart is deceitful and wicked, there will be times when what is wrong feels so right. How many here have heard of the popular advice before? Just follow your heart. Have you heard that advice before? We often get that from what we watch on television, movies, right? You have this tearful interaction between someone suffering and another person who is being asked for advice and the advice they give, just follow your heart. Is that good advice? It depends on the person's heart. Can you imagine if a person has an impure heart and you tell that person, oh, just follow your heart, what's gonna happen to that person? What's gonna happen to our community? Do you know why a serial killer is able to kill so many people? Because he follows his heart. Do you know why Adolf Hitler uh, killed so many Jews? Because he followed his heart. Why do you think an adulterer ends up destroying his household? Because he says, I just followed my heart. And so when someone says to you, just follow your heart, it depends on the heart you have. We need to make sure it must be pure. It must be cleansed otherwise it will lead to great danger why why will an unrepented uncleansed impure heart lead to danger for oneself and also for society as a whole let's read the book of Matthew 15 in the verses 19 for out of the heart come evil thoughts murder adultery sexual immorality theft false testimony, slender. Why is it dangerous to oneself and also to society to possess an impure heart? Because out of the heart comes all kinds of evil thoughts and evil actions. Like what? Murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony and slander just look at that list of what yahusha said murder adultery sexual immorality so on and so forth look at the screen that is presented there when we look at these things that yahusha uh, is speaking about we know because of these things the world society as a whole has become a dangerous place right i mean when you look at all the suffering that human beings are enduring at the moment. Isn't it because of this? Murder, theft, slander, false testimony. Look at the evils of the world. Why so many are suffering? It's because of this. And where does it all come from? Bible says it all comes out of the heart. This is why a heart that is not pure can be a dangerous and powerful instrument for evil. Because when we think about all the problems of society, we can say at the heart, at the heart of every problem is a problem in the heart. And so if we want to be able to solve society's ills, let us first address the heart. And so we need to change our heart. We need to purify our heart. But how can we do this? Because does it mean we are able to have the power on our own to change our heart? This is what Yahushua says in the book of John 3, 3 to 6. Yahushua answered and said to him, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man born when, be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Yahusha answered, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So what needs to happen first so that we can have A heart which is pure and thus be able to see God. Yahusha says you cannot see the kingdom of heaven. You cannot reach the kingdom of heaven unless something happens to you first. What did Yahusha say? You need to first be born again. And so unless we are born again, we will not see the kingdom of heaven. We will not see God. And so this is a prerequisite. It's something that has to happen. We need to be born again. Why is it a necessity to be born again to have a pure heart? You notice what Yahusha says? He says, what is of the flesh? What is born of the flesh is flesh. In other words, we, which, is, which we are because of our flesh, we are basically stuck in our biology. Right. This is why there was a saying, you cannot change an Ethiopian skin. You cannot change the leopard spots. But with genetic engineering, maybe it's a possibility. Right. But the point is, when it comes to change, when it comes to transformation, what is born of the flesh will remain of the flesh. And so for us to be able to obtain the kind of heart Yahushua is speaking about, we need to be born Again, Well, what does that mean, to be born again? Even Nicodemus was confused when Yahushua said that. And so he asked Yahushua, how can a man who's old be born again? What does it mean to be born again? Yahushua says, we need to be born of water and the spirit. What is that in reference of? Baptism in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, because by baptism, we are created anew in Christ, Yahushua. It is through baptism. It is through becoming parts of the body of Yahushua can we be born again. This is why we're so fortunate, because we were able to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This gives us now the ability, the possibility of having a heart that is pure before God. But for us to have that pure heart, what has to happen? Let's read the book of Ezekiel 36, 26 to 27. I will give you a new heart and a new mind. I will take away your stubborn heart of stone and give you an obedient heart. I will put my spirit in you and will see to it that you follow my laws and keep All the commands I have given you so that we can have a heart that is pure before Abba and before his son. What needs to happen as well? The Bible says it must be Yahuwah God to give us a new heart. You see what we're talking about here is not simply to change our heart. It's actually to transplant a new heart. And so we need to go through surgery, not a physical surgery. But a spiritual surgery. And who must be the surgeon? Who is it? (laughs) Who is the surgeon? Yahuwah. Yahuwah will be the surgeon. He will be the one to give us a new heart. He will take away the stubborn heart of stone. And he will transplant a new heart. A heart that is blessed with the spirit of God. And what is the purpose of Yahuwah in giving us this new heart so that we can keep all his commands? In other words, when we have this new heart that Yahuwah God will give us, our desires and Yahuwah's desires will be aligned. Isn't that what we want? And when you think about the Beatitudes, Yahushua speaking, when we have this heart that Yahuwah God will give to us, then it naturally follows that the other beatitudes will also fall into place. Because when your heart is the one that Yahuwah gives to us, when our desires aligns with Yahuwah's desires, guess what? We will thirst for righteousness. We will be merciful. We will be meek. We will mourn. We will be poor in spirit. Because it begins with the heart that Yahuwah God gives to all of us. But how can Yahuwah God give this kind of heart to us? What must he hear from us so that he will give us this heart? Let's read the book of Job 11 and the verse is 13. Surrender your heart to God. Turn to him in prayer. What must we do? So that we can have the heart that Yahuwah God is able to give to each and every one of us. We have to surrender our heart to who? Yahuwah our God. We must not hold on to our heart. We need to give it to Yahuwah our God. Oftentimes when we pray to Abba, we ask for many things from him. Do we not? Please heal us when we're sick. Please bless my parents and my children. Please bless my livelihood. These are things that we want to pray to God about. And when Yahuwah Abba listens to us pray those prayers, Yahuwah wants to help us. It is his nature to bless and give love to his sons and daughters. But how often do you think? Yahuwah hears a prayer from his son, a prayer from his daughter, who goes to him loving Abba, my prayer to you today is, please change my heart. I surrender my heart to you. I give you my heart. That's the kind of prayer Yahuwah wants to hear from us. Why don't we say that to the Father? Maybe tonight when you're praying by yourself, maybe when you have time for solitude, why not go to Abba and say to him, Father, I want to give you my heart. I want to surrender my heart to you. Please change my heart. When we surrender our heart to God, when we give our soul to him, when we say to him, please change me, he will help us to be changed. That's the prayer he will always say yes to. And so brethren, always, always mention this to the Father. Change my heart. I surrender my heart to you. And once our God has blessed us with a new heart, what must we do with that heart? Let's read the book of Proverbs chapter 4:23. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Once Abba gives us a new heart, what must we do with our heart? Bible says we have to guard it. Do you know why we have to guard our hearts? Because our hearts, are easily corruptible. It is very vulnerable. Do you believe that? It's easily influenced unless it's guarded well. That's why the Bible says we need to guard our hearts above all else. Why must we guard our hearts? It determines the course of your life. I want you brothers and sisters to think about your life for a moment. From the time you were born. How many here can remember the time when they were born? You're probably saying that was like 80 years ago, brother. I can't remember that long. Think about the time you were born, maybe your childhood, maybe your teenage years, maybe adulthood, and now at the twilight of your life. When we think about the life and the course of events in a human being's life, it comes with a lot of drama, right? Highs and lows, goods and bads. Am I right? I mean, it's not one straight line. That's a boring life. We go through a lot of ups and downs. And so when we think about life, it has a beginning, it has a middle, and it has what? An end. How many here want a life that has a good beginning, but a terrible end? How many here want that kind of life? That's what you call a tragedy, right? You start out really great, and then you end up uh, losing everything. You end up in misery. That is what you call a tragedy. How about you start off pretty bad in poor conditions and circumstances but at the end of your life you had it all isn't that good isn't that what we want even if it's a bad beginning even if it's a bad middle but if we end well that's what we want unfortunately you know when you study the history of the bible and the people of God there's so many instances of good beginnings but what kind of end tragic ends right Who's an example? Saul, the first king of Israel. Did he have a good beginning? Yeah. Yahuwah God chose him to be king. Did he have a bad end? Yeah. Yeah. God rejected him and he died a terrible death. Who else? How about Solomon? Did he have a good beginning? Yeah. As a young man, God blessed him with wisdom and knowledge. Did he have a good ending? Not so much. He ended up worshiping idols, right? Tragic end. How about Lucifer? Did he start off well? Yeah, he was created a perfect being. Is he going to have a good end? No. The Bible says that hell is being prepared for Satan and his minions. And so he will suffer a terrible end. It is unfortunate that when we study so many personalities in the Bible, we find that so many have a good ending, but a terrible end. What do they have in common? They were not able to guard their what? Their heart. This is what causes a person to start out really well and then fall to destruction. They were unable to protect and guard their hearts. Brethren, we need to guard our hearts. We need to protect our hearts above all else because it will determine our future, the course of our life. Well, how can we protect and guard our hearts? Proverbs 4, 20 to 22. My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. How can we protect our heart so that we can guard it well so that our future We'll have a course that ends well. Bible says we have to listen carefully to Yahuwah's words. What does it mean to listen carefully to Yahuwah's words? We must not just hear the words. We need to process and meditate upon the teachings of Yahuwah God. How many here take the time each day to just ponder, just Look at and think about, process, meditate the words of Yahuwah, our God. Because the more we do that, the more the words of God penetrate into our hearts. You see, there's no quick way. There's no quick way for the words of God to penetrate in our hearts, right? I mean, we live in a society where we have instant everything, but there's no quick way to have the words of God penetrate deep unless we think of it all the time, meditate on it, because the word meditate is like chewing. We're processing, we're chewing on the words of God. Because the more we think about the words of God, the more we dwell on the words of God, it penetrates deep in our heart. And what happens when the words of God is deep in our hearts? It protects the heart. It It is what guards our heart. And so we need to always meditate upon the teachings of God because it is the source of our life. What else makes our hearts impure that we must protect it from? How else can we guard our hearts? Ephesians 4, 31 to 32 and 27, get rid of all bitterness, passion, and anger. No more shouting or insults, no more hateful feelings of any sort. Instead, be kind and tender-hearted to one another and forgive one another as God has forgiven you through Christ. Don't give the devil a chance. How else can we guard and protect our hearts by removing bitterness and passion and insults and hateful feelings of any sort? Do you know where we store hateful feelings, and bitterness? Where do we store that? Anger in the heart, right? If the heart contains bitterness and anger and hateful feelings, is the heart still pure? <laughs> no more. By definition, what is pure? There's no mixture. But if you mix your heart with bitterness and anger, even if it's just a small a small portion of anger, Small portion of bitterness and hateful feelings. That small portion makes your heart impure. As a matter of fact, when we have a small portion of impurity in our hearts, do you know what we're doing? We're creating space, a room in our hearts for who? Yeah, for the devil. He's always looking for a space in a person's heart so he can dwell in it. It may start out small, but he can learn to live in a small heart. Don't give him that space. How do we give him that space? How do we give the devil a chance? When you harbor hatred, anger, hateful feelings, remove that, replace it with tender-heartedness, forgiveness. Forgive one another. When we forgive one another, we slam the door on the face of the devil. Don't let the devil be up give, to be given the opportunity to destroy our life by corrupting our hearts. Guard our hearts because it will determine the course of our life. We need to have a pure heart. Why else must we always guard our hearts? Matthew 22, 37 to 38. Yahusha answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the most important commandment. Why else must we guard our hearts and keep it pure? Because it is with our hearts that we fulfill the greatest and the most important commandment of all. What is that? Yahusha says to love Yahuwah our God. Where does love come from? Is it from the heart? How can we love Yahuwah with all of our heart if parts of our heart is being shared by the devil? We don't want that. We want to be able to worship and to be able to love Yahuwah our God with all of our hearts. Are we doing that? When we come for worship service like what we're doing today. Are we just going through the motions? Are we just sitting in our comfortable chair, listening, but not being engaged. You see, love is all about engagement. Brethren, when we are present for worship, engage your heart so it will be connected to the heart of God. It is that connection that Yahuwah God wants from us. You see, Yahuwah wants our heart. Let's give it to him. Let us prove to Yahuwah. That we love him more than anyone. That we love him more than anything. Remember, the God that we worship also has a heart. We have a heart. He has a heart. Why not do our best to please him, to make him happy? Because we are his sons and daughters. When we're able to worship, when we're able to love God with all of our heart, then we will be able to see God. This is what Yahusha says and teaches In its beatitude, what does it mean? That we will be able to see God. Let's read the book of James, chapter 4 and the verses 8. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts. You double-minded, what does it mean? That the pure in heart will see God. When we purify our hearts, the Bible says, Yehovah God will come near to us. Brothers and sisters, do you find it difficult sometimes to feel the presence of God, to feel the presence of Yahuwah? Maybe you are by yourself and you approach him and you pray to him longing that he will make himself known to you, that you will feel his presence because when we taste the presence of God, it is the taste of joy that is inexpressible by words. If only all of us can feel and taste the presence, the glory of Yahuwah God. But we cannot taste that. We cannot experience that unless we purify our hearts. What happens when Yahuwah God sees that we are seriously renewing our life and that we are purifying our hearts? He will come near to us. This is why he teaches us to repent. Because Yahuwah God wants, he wants to come near us. He wants to be close to us. And when we look at what's happening in the world today, isn't that what we need? To be near our loving Abba. To be near our God. That we can feel his hands holding ours. That we can feel his embrace. That we can feel his hands drying up our tears. When we feel the presence of God. When we can sense that he is by our side. It is as though we are seeing God. When we see God, we feel the power of Yahuwah, and he strengthens us so. And what is Yahuwah's invitation to all of us? Especially when we are doing our best to purify our hearts. Let's read the final passage of our studies today. Jeremiah 29, 11 to 14. I alone know the plans I have for you. Plans to bring you prosperity, not disaster. Plans to bring about the future you hope for. And you will call to me. You will come and pray to me. And I will answer you. You will seek me. And you will find me. Because you will seek me with all your heart. Yes, I say, you will find me. Brothers and sisters, Yahuwah God wants us to find him. And so what should we do in every worship service, in every moment of our life? Let us seek him because he wants us to do that. He wants us to seek him because he wants us to find him. But who among those who seek Yahuwah Abba will be able to find him? Those who seek Yahuwah with all of their hearts. Bible says, Yahusha says, blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God. That's because the pure in heart. They only want really one thing in life. More than anything is what they really want. You know what that is? It's to be with Yahuwah. Because once they have that, Everything else, really, really, when you compare it to being with Yahuwah, everything else is nothing. One who has a pure heart above all things. What they want, the one thing they cannot live without is to be in fellowship with Yahuwah Abba. And so before we pray today, brothers and sisters, why not bow your head slowly? Why not speak to your loving Abba? and say to him, Father, here is my heart. I surrender it to you. Please change my heart, Father. I want that your desire will be my desire, that your spirit will be my spirit because I always want to be with you. How often the Yahuwah God will hear that from his sons and daughters? Every day, brethren, seek him. With all your ability, look for him. Because when we seek him with all of our heart, Yahuwah says, you're going to find me. And when we find God, when we are with him, never, ever separate from him and enjoy the presence of our loving Abba who loves us, who cares for us every day of our life. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting Father, Yes, Father, Yahuwah, our God, Yes, the God, kindly look upon your sons and daughters. Yes, Father, we are truly honored to be in your presence. Yes, Father, Father, we want to find you. Yes, God, because we want to be close to you. Amen. We have felt this before. Yes, We want to feel it again and again. Yes, We know, Father, faith is not about feeling. Yes. It's about believing regardless of the circumstance. Yes. But there are times in our life, yes. in this long and difficult journey of ours, yes, oh Father. when we desire your presence so yes. much, Because when we feel you, we find peace and joy amidst the chaos in the world today. Your people are suffering. Many of your servants go through tribulation. We are not surprised by these events in our life. It has been foretold long ago. And so we have come to expect it. But we also come to expect that we are never alone, yes. that you are always there to meet us, yes. no matter what we face in our life. Amen. Oh, Father, we ask you, we will endure all things. Yes. Bless us in the course of our life, yes, that in the end, we will find you whenever we find you. Yes. Everything we sacrificed for yes, is certainly worth it. Amen. Bless your people now. Yes. Those who are physically sick, yes, heal us, O oh God. Yes, those who have lost loved ones, yes, those who are crying tears of sorrow, yes, give us your joy. Yes. Help us to feel your comfort. Yes. Help us to feel your presence. We love you so much. You mean everything to us. Do not leave us. Be with us every step that we take in this journey. Yahusha our King. Thank you so much. For your intercession. As we continue this journey. Walk with us as well. Teach us to be bold. In following the will of Abba. And help us to take that stand. For righteousness. With a pure and noble heart. That seeks what the father desires. What you desire. Our king and lord. Please be with your servants every day. And bless always your people, Father, remember our children, help them to understand the priority of a spiritual life yes, oh Lord. when we are bombarded with ideas yes, oh Lord. that heighten and emphasize the world and its material yes, things. Lord. It's so easy to forget yes. that you are our priority. Yes, our Lord. children are your children. Yes, oh For most they have come from you yes. as they grow in life. Bless them with a wonderful life. Bless their future, Father. Keep them away from all kinds of wickedness. That in the end, we will be together in your blessed holy city. Father, thank you so much for listening to our prayers, for blessing the families and the homes of your people. We ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior. Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen.